Welcome to season two of Smart Guy, Dumb Guy. We are back just in time for the inauguration. I know you're stoked about that. And just like sequels, plan on more gore, nudity, and action. Yes, I'm just kidding. But it's, isn't it true though about uh, movie sequels? There's always more gore and nudity. Anyway, you may have noticed a new song intro to this season. You know, we love the old strings, but with the new season comes new ideas and new music. And I heard this song called False State, and I thought it would be perfect for our subject matter. Yep, that is right. Uh, I don't know about nudity when it comes to a podcast. It just feels hard to really transmit (laughs) that across the audio. Um, But it's true. I was listening to the new song, which we'll enter in a second, and it feels, one, it's just cool. And I think it feels a little more appropriate because the first song made us feel like real NPR-y, you know, like I felt like I was about to listen to a morning NPR show. And I was like, I don't know that that's really the vibe that we have. Well, maybe, maybe not anymore. You know, the show's grow. the show has grown and uh, I don't know if it's grown for the better or for worse, but uh, (laughs) we are, and we're still doing it and it is season two, but it's a really compelling piece. It's written by uh, Southern Californian artist, Tony Tancredi of Trailer Swift. In fact, I was so moved by this piece that we asked Tony to come to the show and chat a little bit because this is a teaser for season two, but I really wanted you to hear the motivation behind why he wrote it, wanted you to meet him. And by the way, there's a secret. We're going to be the first people to hear False State, which is going Whoa. to be Hell yeah. worldwide next month. So welcome to the show, Tony. Hello. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Uh, thanks for being joining us. Uh, you, we go back a long way, Tony, and uh, you've been doing music. You've been doing music for a long time. You've been touring. You always blow me away with the, all the bands that you've been in, all the things you've been doing. But that's kind of recently changed. So maybe tell us where you came from and what you're doing now. So where I came from, uh, my parents were music. Or not, they weren't music. They were musicians, and uh, <laughs> they might as well have been music. But uh, so I always saw them playing out, and I really wanted that as a kid and I wanted to be a touring musician. That was my number one goal and kind of did that for the past 10 years on and off uh, with different bands, you know, sometimes playing, sometimes doing front of house, sometimes tour managing, Uh, but it's all fun. Got to taste that lifestyle. And uh, now I'm home doing AV work and focusing on writing my own stuff for the first time ever. Nice. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And that's where false state came from. Just me being at home. Uh, I remember seeing your band. I I brought my eight-year-old son and he just plugged his ears and cried the whole time. Yeah, (laughs) I I remember that. It was kind of amazing. Do you you take that as a compliment or how do you respond to an eight-year-old crying through your show? That's a compliment. Yeah, 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 exactly. I was like, he's having a great time. It's way too loud, just like it should be. (laughs) (laughs) There's no tears. There's no fun. Yep. That was at the House of Blues, right, Christian? Yeah, House of Blues in oh, cool. Anaheim, I think. Yeah, downtown Disney. What was that band called? Uh, Mount Osa. Mount Osa. You guys were great. I just remember that one guy with big long hair, and he had this big keyboard solo, and he was just like, wow, wow, just going crazy. And you got this drumming style that just like, I don't know, I, I always do this thing. I don't know what, if I'm fishing or cooking, but like, <laughs> it's so good. 
Yeah, it's uh, people have told me I have the Tony bounce, and I, it's I'm bouncing, I guess, when I'm playing, and it's not something I'm trying to do. It just kind of happens. So, but I've That's seen it in videos funny. now, and it's kind of funny to look at. <laughs> it's good. It's good. Tell us some of the bands you've been with. I know that there's uh, like Wildcat, uh, Born, a couple that th- you've worked with some big name players. Yeah, so uh, I got to do front of house for Borns. Uh, he's amazing guy out of Michigan, and uh, he's written tons of songs that I'm sure both of you have heard. Mm-hmm. Um, got to play bass and drums with Ella Voss. Uh, she's oh, out of wow. LA, and she's amazing. She's killing it right now. And they brought me to New York to do a couple of Vivo videos, and I got to see a lot with them. So I, I love them and thank them for that. And then yeah, I got to do front of house and tour manage for Wildcat Wildcat, who. Uh, stirred up some things back in let's see 2014 they were they were everywhere yeah yeah and uh that was a fun tour they toured with alt j um and then i played in glorious wonder which was a band that never really got anywhere but the music i believed in very much mm, very spacey yeah it was we we uh, named it super wave because there wasn't a genre that we felt fit it huh. so we just were like this is super wave music so we kind of tried to start that uh, it didn't work, but I still believe in it. And then, uh, yeah, obviously Mount Osa, who you saw, Christian. I did. Yeah, and that band was uh, called the Union Line beforehand. So just just tons tons of music over the past decade. And you you produced uh, my most recent single, "I'm Alive," and I dig it. It's uh, doing well on Spotify for just you know a guy that uh, you know loves Christian music, and you just brought such a cool vibe to it. You've produced mm. um, three other tracks of mine that are going to come out in March, but uh, I just, man, I, I really appreciate your talent. I love your artistry. I know we butt heads sometime, but I think that's healthy. It's like brothers. That's what makes it work, man. If we didn't, <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be worried. <laughs> so true. So right? um, when, when you were with Borns, she was like, dating Taylor Swift. Is that where you got the inspiration for your band name? <laughs> no uh was garrett ever dating taylor swift i thought he was like she was like texting him or something and they were like dating when you were the list oh, of people that she's dated is pretty long i think you could just throw it in there pretty safely okay fine yeah so yeah they dated uh, unofficially <laughs> no but um i have no idea <laughs> to be honest but yeah i just my wife and i came up with trailer swift a couple of years ago and we just thought it was so funny and laughed about it and i like to bring comedy into almost everything i do if possible especially music and uh trailer swift just makes me laugh still so i'm gonna keep it i know you don't really like it christian but you know <laughs> it, it, <laughs> it's it's not my favorite tony but that's one but, of the budding heads moments yeah it was he yeah. goes bro bro every other one of my friends they love it it's just you you're the only one who hates it <laughs> <laughs> all right well, I'll, I'll be that one guy yeah you gotta have at least one always right and Christian's usually the one, which is why I love that's, you. Yeah. That's, that's totally fair. true. I think in all of Christian's relationships, he is the one guy. That... <laughs> You're so right. But that's why everyone loves you, Christian. That's right. We love it. It's yeah. just not fair. It's not fair. But um, speaking of Taylor Swift, I Googled Taylor Swift thinking that Taylor Swift would own that. And she doesn't. Trailer Swift comes up. So I, I have to eat a little bit of crow here. I have to say, good job, kind of. Wait, that's true. If you Google Trailer Swift, I come up. You come up. She doesn't wow. own Trailer Swift, and I thought. And when you Google yes. it on on when you Spotify it, I thought there's no way that Trailer Swift is going to come up when I type in Taylor Swift. She's going to 
blow that out of the water. Nope. Trailer Swift comes up. So wow, sweet. There's something That's there, awesome. Tony. Yeah, you, he's gotta trust the artist, right? <laughs> well, Christian, <laughs> w- would it have been better if it was Jamit Jackson? Oh my god. <laughs> What's the Bill Murray one you do? Oh, Chill Murray. I think oh that's already gosh. a DJ though. <laughs> that's a that's an amazing name though. Oh, Chill Murray. Yeah, I think he's a DJ. Pretty sure. <laughs> Is it Bill Murray just DJing? Is that? <laughs> I God, I would hope so. <laughs> Tony, I love our friendship, and uh, I really appreciate this new song. You talk about comedy. Um, is there this one? Doesn't seem to be a comedic take on things. Tell us about False State and why you wrote it. Uh, it lyrically, it came from straight up just anti-maskers and people who refuse to believe science you know it just like blows my mind that there's someone that could fight science or just not realize that maybe wearing a mask no one wants to do it it might hurt your face but while you're out of the house for that 30 minutes going to trader joe's just put it on we're all doing it let's get rid of this thing because everyone's complaining about being home let's just get it done you know so that's where lyrically the song came from and adding Mm -hmm. comedy uh, part of the lyrics, I say, if it isn't right, then you're going to do it and it's going to be funny. And I'm saying, I don't have time for that. You know, that's like, <laughs> that's what it is. It's, you see these people out there and they're like yelling at people working at Costco or Trader Joe's and who are just trying to do their jobs just because they don't want to wear a mask when they're trying to go in there. So it's just stuff like that. That's where it came for lyric or came from lyrically. But uh, musically, it was going to be a sleep song. I write sleep music as well. And that opening Glock part, was just going to trail on, you know, for like six minutes and I was going to add some atmospheric stuff. But then I ended up slamming out some drums and bass. And then Christian, you added some killer vocals with me and it just turned into this whole other beast. And I'm like, this is not going to be a sleep song. (laughs) This is going to be a song about saying goodbye to the orange man and hello to democracy. Ah, that's a great story. (laughs) When you say Glock, do you mean like, uh, you know, we've got all these people storming the Capitol. Are you talking about like a Glock 10? You added Glock to it? Did you fire a gun? I I mean, yes, but no, I'm talking about a Glock and spiel. (laughs) (laughs) The more dangerous Glock. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Do you, how how much has this moment in time, like influenced your current writing? Um, for what I'm writing now, though, I have a couple other songs like False State, and uh, it's influenced me quite a bit just because I am confused by how divided we are, mm. you know? Oh, I was just going to say, is that like a big departure from what you've written before? Yeah, before, I, I mean, I still, I'll still say this to friends and to people, you know, I, I don't know how to write a song really, so I'm still trying to figure out my place in music and how to do that anyway. So I mainly, all my early songs are about my wife because that's all I know. You know, I mean, I have experience and stuff, but not a lot of hard experience, which I'm thankful for. And I also hate to say, but uh, it's most of my songs were about my wife. Well, that's a good topic, too. Yeah, I love her. So it's a great topic. (laughs) We talk about our wives on the show on occasions because they kind of keep well, my wife keeps me in check. That's for sure. Mm -hmm. Same. It's an important part of the relationship. So is this your first single release? Tell us about uh, what uh, Trailer Swift has uh, currently, what's going to happen, when the song is going to be released, and, and do we have more coming from you? So uh, I'm going to release False State and another song called The Loop on February 16th. So you can look for that. And I already have two songs out right now, one called It Feels Good and one called Trenching. And uh, those are on Spotify, well, everywhere, any streaming service. I'll mail you a CD if you want, doesn't matter. Uh, but that's about it right now. Just the two that are out, two that are coming. And then uh, I have an album that I, I'm hoping to finish by the end of the year. 
Oh, nice. oh sweet. How do you like I one of the questions I was gonna ask you is how do you define like the genre that you're writing in? So you said it was gonna be a sleep song, you you took it somewhere else. Where where do you consider like your zone of music? To be honest, I have trouble with that question because I have no idea. Uh people say that some of it's because all my songs are different. Once my album comes out, you people will be able to, you know, see that it's all pretty different. None of them are follow the a standard traditional, you know, like pop song. It's not, none of them are like verse, chorus, verse, anything like that. Like, I don't know what to call my music. That's why Glorious Wonder, we came up with Superwave because I don't know what to call it. It's just like weird guy music that's kind of poppy that is very bass and drum influenced. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Just like weird guy right on the genre. Yeah. Just like so weird. You, you know, it might take pe- the vocals have are heavily processed and it might take some people a little bit of time to maybe get into or, you know, see the picture, the full picture, but definitely weird guy music. You know, a lot of, <laughs> a lot of music uh, doesn't make me feel anything. It's just, it makes me angry, I guess. Maybe that's what it makes me feel like the lyrics are bad or the music is too just uh, not really intelligent or not mature. It's just the, uh, the same drum beats over and over again. And I don't find that in your music. I find some compelling, uh, lyrics, compelling beats. And I know that you talk about adding comedy, but even trenching is a, is a political song. Are you going to, are we going to see more political driven songs in the future? Um, to be honest, I hope not. Cause I never meant to in the first place. Uh, <laughs> cause I'm not, very political person anyways and um yeah i don't know but trenching it's just i that was another song uh, and yeah i was just it's same with false state i was just feeling it and i had to write it so we mm-hmm. might see more coming you know once if i keep watching the news and <laughs> keep on getting a little angry i might you might see something else but i hope to not write too much more political stuff because i don't want to be that that guy not that yeah. weird guy you know i want to be a different weird guy you don't, you don't, you don't want to be a weird Z- guy writing about his wife. Yeah, exactly. Boom. <laughs> you don't want to be Zach uh, De La Roca. Well, maybe you do from Rage Against the Machine. I, I don't know. I mean, but, uh, I looked up to that guy when I was growing up. So did I, I thought they sure. were amazing. Yeah. yeah they Rage were. Against the Machine, though, it's kind of like political is built just right into the name. You know? Exactly. Yeah. So you just know that's it's political all the way through. Yep. Well, Tony, thanks for being on the show. All right, everyone. Here is, without further ado, you can find this on February 16th, uh, our new season two theme song and Trailer Swift's latest release, world premiere sneak preview of False State. Your false state, your false state, and what you want, I can't. 
Listen to that over and over and over again. I can't do. I literally can't get enough of this song. <laughs> I can't get enough. Yeah, it's great. I when you sent it, Christian sent it to me uh, a couple days ago, and I have listened to it. Yeah, pretty consistently, like every day. Today, I listened to it like a handful of times. It's awesome. It's, it's super cool. Thank you so much. <laughs> I appreciate it, and I've been listening to it nonstop as well. I can't get enough of it. <laughs> is that cool. weird yeah. no it's not hey, weird. you should like what you're making uh, right and i do yeah. <laughs> and i'm glad you guys like it yeah man it's it's yeah. awesome and thank you for like sharing it with the show and everybody who's listening that's also like a cool thing that we get to be a part of oh of course i love you guys you guys uh, i actually don't listen to podcasts besides yours whoa uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no for real i'm like uh, an anomaly i don't listen to podcasts or watch youtube videos <laughs> so People have to tell me about these things. They're like, there's these thing called podcasts. So I checked it out and you guys are amazing. <laughs> I think it's really funny. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's and, super and, encouraging. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And Christian, you're not so dumb. I will say that. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till tonight. Uh, right. I like the way that you just phrased it though. You're, you're not so dumb. Well, not so, cause he is a little, I mean, but. <laughs> that's brutal and amazing. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. I am. Staying in. Uh, yeah. Staying right. in. Thank you so much for being on the show, Tony, and thanks for letting us use your song. Cannot wait to hear more. Uh, and for the listeners out there, we will be releasing a special inauguration episode on Thursday morning, right after the inauguration, to rage and talk and process through that. And then we will be back to our regular Monday morning weekly schedule right after that. Thanks for listening. Thanks. You have been listening to a Smart Guy and a Dumb Guy production, a podcast exploring culture, current events, and politics from both sides of the intellectual spectrum. See you next time.